Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. I'm your host, Nikolai X. Today, we're going to continue our conversation about God and debt. What I've come to realize is what you do with your money says more about your relationship with God than it does with anything else. You know, often people go to church and when they go to church, they're often taught to tithe. Take a portion, 10% of one's income, whatever one's received and return it to the Lord. And we hear those verses that talk about tithing and, and be able to be charitable in one's giving and to give back to those who are unfortunate and to help those who are uh, not clothed, the widows, the orphans, those in poverty, etc. Uh, even giving towards the advancement of the gospel and the work of the gospel and those who labor for the gospel. However, while this is occurring, while there is a ongoing conversation about the use of 10%, many individuals have no clue, have never been taught, have never been uh, presented what to do with the 90%. And it's the 90% that people are struggling with on a day-to-day basis. It's the 90% that people choose between buying rent or buying rims. It's the 90% that people try to decide whether I'm going to keep going on vacations weekend after weekend, or am I going to save up enough so that I can retire with dignity and respect. But I think there's some overall truths that we need to be able to confront in order to deal with this situation. If you do not admit that you have a spending problem, if you do not admit that you have a debt problem, if you cannot admit that you don't know how to manage your money, then you're going to find yourself in a very difficult situation resolving it. You see, what people often don't talk about is that the issue with God and finances or God and debt, it is a spiritual matter. Now, I say it's a spiritual matter for several reasons. Number one, ask any person who's good with money and they'll tell you that 20% of things have to do with money, actual math, and 80% has to do with your mind. It's mind and math. We are conditioned in this world to want to buy things. We are conditioned to have the need to compete with our neighbor. We have, we are conditioned to buy things we cannot afford. That is why advertisers spend millions and billions of dollars in advertising to convince you to market it to you in such a way so that you will then turn around and buy it. And many of us buy it on a credit card. We buy it from borrowing money from someone. We buy it by taking out a loan. We buy it by co-signing and we don't actually have the cash or the money to do it. And so we have become people who just like to spend money to show people that who really don't even care about us at the end of the day. If you cannot admit that you have a problem, there's no real point in just applying methods and techniques. You have to realize it's a mindset. You first have to admit that there's a problem. Secondly, you have to confront your problem. Confront your problem head on, meaning you can't just guess what's out there. Begin to write things down. Go download your credit report. 
you have three credit reports. Go look through them and look and see what debt you may owe and how much it costs. Don't say to yourself, I'm scared. I don't want to deal with it. I'm not ready to handle it. You have to be able to confront this reality. You can't go into surgery blind. You know, medical doctors, they're trained to save lives. They're trained to use their hands to save lives and to use their minds to save lives. You would hardly tell a surgeon to go in and operate unless he does a scan first, whether that's a PET scan, an MRI, an X-ray. The reality is even if they put dye in your body, they have to be able to figure out where the problem is and how they're going to approach it in order to fix it. In a like manner, you have to be a surgeon when it comes to your finances. You can't deal with the problem going in blind. You need to do a diagnostics. You need to do a scan. You need to observe and look at where all your debts are. That will give you a overview of the seriousness of the problem. The next thing that you ought to consider is this. Once you've identified what your debts are, that means not just looking on your credit report, that's also contacting friends and relatives, that's looking at your credit cards, that's looking at your car note, that's looking at your mortgage, that's looking at your property tax, that's looking at your cell phone bill, that's looking at everything. Once you've done that, then you need to now write down all the things that are going on. So after you realize what your problem is and you're able to go and confront your problem, you've written all of your stuff down. The next thing that you need to do is to come up with a plan. You have to plan. I don't care what technique you decide to use. There's a variety out there and I'm not going to necessarily suggest which one to do. You have to sit down and figure out which one makes sense, but you have to come up with a plan. How are you going to address this matter? What method are you going to take? How long is it going to take? Do you need to cut back on things? The final thing that you need to do is you need to be able to present your plan to God. Now, some of you may be thinking, why do I need to present my plan to God? I already came up with a plan. The Bible says that man has his plans, but God orders his steps. You and I are not smarter than God. So sometimes we have an idea about what the budget may look like, what the plan needs to be, how we go about things. But then we don't present it to God and then a whole bunch of unexpected things happen. Or we become weak in our desires to go out and eat and go on vacation and do different things that then we don't have the strength to actually get through this budget. I would submit to you that it's very important to present your budget to God, whether you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, whether you work in a hospital when you receive your own payroll check or whatever the case is, you need to present your plans before God. Sometimes God will do things in a different way than you would have done it. Some bills will come out in a different order than you would have planned to do it. Sometimes you would get an unexpected blessing whether that's a financial uh, blessing in the form of a check 
or that your bill isn't as expensive or that you found yourself saving money, regardless of the situation, I believe that you need to present your plan to God. And this is where many people fall short. Sometimes maybe the argument is, well, you know, I'm not a super spiritual person. You know, why should I do that? That's okay. There's a lot of biblical evidence that God had relationships with people who may not have been super spiritual. Nebuchadnezzar is one I can think of off the gate, right? Pharaoh, when Joseph was sent to Pharaoh, there is no indication that Pharaoh has a relationship with God. But God gives him a dream that there's going to be seven years of famine. And because there's seven years of famine, you need to save up during the good years or you're not going to be able to survive the family, neither you or the entire the, the entire Egyptian nation. God cares about everybody. It then behooves us to present our plans to God and see how God thinks about this matter. I don't care if it's a church budget, individual budget, or business budget. Present your plans to God and see how that goes. I have seen very unexpected things happen when I submit my plans to God. I've seen God do things in a variety of ways that seemed impossible to human understanding. But I know that when you submit it to him, that he will take care of some of the things that you may be deficient in. And so you may be facing insurmountable debt. You may be stressed out. You may not be sure how you're going to be able to do this. You may not know what the end may look like, but if you're able to confess that something is wrong, if you're able to sit down and identify what your expenses are and what your debts are, if you're able to come up with a budget and, and, and a plan and you submit those plans to God, God will take care of the things that you don't expect. God will take care of you. God will bless you. He will handle the things that you cannot plan for that you have not anticipated. So don't spend your time getting frustrated about what you're not able to do. Take it a day at a time. Don't give up. Don't quit. Work hard. Come up with a plan. Come up with a strategy. Identify your problem and watch God make the difference. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Please keep in touch with us. Follow us on Instagram at The Unpreached Truth. That's The Unpreached Truth. No underscores, no spaces. Take the opportunity to share this message with someone. And remember, speak the truth and speak it ever.